This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. Um, for me personally, it's really my daughter who really inspired me to take that step because she knows that I've always wanted to write and publish a book one day. But when I saw the emotions that day that she, you know, leaned on me for support, I just knew that it was time for me to actually not be scared and be the protection that she needed. So that's when I wrote the book. I didn't hesitate then. This is Glyce de Leon, the author of Mommy, I Can Find My Loud Voice. It's a heartwarming story about a little girl who struggled to find her loud voice at school. It inspired young children who are shy and quiet to bravely express their thought one word at a time. I'm Miko Santos, founder of Kangaroo Firm Media Lab and Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate and creator of Pod Fiesta Community. This is Filipino Tastic, a podcast show about Filipino diaspora and their stories that will inspire others to make an impact to our community. back in the Philippines. She always loved writing and dreaming of publishing a book started 24 years ago when she was seven years old. So I was originally from Bataan in the Philippines and my parents moved here to Australia when I was one. I moved with my siblings and I basically grew up in Western Sydney. So um, I guess I always had the Filipino influence because my parents still spoke to us in Tagalog and we still went back home every two years. Um, And yeah, so pretty much writing is something that I've always enjoyed doing since a child and it carried through all the way to adulthood. Find My Loud Voice was inspired with her daughter. 
with this, um, my daughter inspired me to write this story. So she actually came home from school one day and she told me she couldn't find her loud voice at school. So she was crying and she was struggling to figure out what was wrong. And because we both love to read together, it was an easy solution for me to write a story for her to be able to cope and understand um, her emotions at the time. So from there, I wrote my first manuscript. And after I read it to her, she said, um, you know, mommy, you have to turn this into a real book so that other kids like me can read the story and feel a sense of comfort as well. And that's basically where my official writing began. And uh, from there, it's been such a privilege to be able to share my work with other children. Writing is easy, but publishing, it's a different story. So initially, I went. I was trying to seek a traditional publishing route. That's where you um, submit your manuscript to a publisher, but I wanted a quicker solution, and the only other option was self-publishing to be able to do that. So when I wrote my book and I got it edited and you know got the illustrations done, I went through an Australian. Um, independent publisher who helped me produce it into a book now the book is based off true events and i wrote it in a way where young children can relate to it and understand it and not feel like there is anything wrong with their struggles and it sort of inspires them to build that bravery um, even as the book says just one word at a time She also learned a little marketing such as social media and know her target audience prior to the book launch. She asked an independent publisher to help her and write the book that children can understand. So I think the biggest challenge to begin with was navigating the publishing world because there are so many different avenues and so many different ways to approach it that I had to sit down and really plan it properly. Um, I also had to build up momentum before releasing it because you know a book is only a book unless it's shared and people want to read it. So I had to build my social media network prior to the launch and build genuine connections with my audience. And from there, I was able to really um, define who the book is for. And once the book was released, that's why I was able to share it quite, I guess, successfully with, with people. Gliza leverage the power of social media as one of the important tools. I think in this current day and age, social media is something that many people do turn to. And it's such a 
an easy platform as well to be able to share your story, share photos of your journey, and um, really target your market. Um, so through Instagram and Facebook mainly and building a website to talk for SEO are the three main things that I use but I find that you do build genuine connections with people through these avenues and these are the people that you want to share your book with. So I was fortunate enough to be able to do my book launch in person prior to lockdown. It was just two weeks before lockdown. And because I have always built my um, sort of business around the online and presence, that wasn't so much a challenge as I, I don't really do, I guess, markets or sort of face-to-face -face, um, with selling the book. So I think it was just continuing to build on the marketing side all online and, you know, have to cancel any sort of in-house book events where like a physical bookstore, for example. And one other big challenge is that a lot of bookstores at the moment because of the pandemic aren't taking new books in just because of you know, the current situation. So I've had to really um, market my book to a different audiences so schools um you know clinics pathologists things like that where they are still able to um you know get copies of my book this recording, Glyza is a finalist for 2021 as Mompreneur. As we publish this podcast, she already won a Gold Award for Children Education Award and Silver Author Award. Congratulations. So I've been, I'm a finalist for the Osmanpreneur Author Award for New South Wales and ACT and for their People's Choice Award for the children's education making a difference. Um, to me, I was nominated for those awards and although I'm a new author, the reason why I accepted the nomination is because I feel that unless you go for it, then you'll just never know. And it's my way of building the credibility as an author and um, just to be more known out there. But to me, success isn't, you know, winning an award or um, coming first place in these things. To me, success is setting goals and uh, you know, successfully ticking each one. So I always set myself little goals that lead to a much bigger goal for my business and myself personally. According to her, social media is a big part as a children book author because she also see how other authors using Instagram, Facebook for their business. 
Yep. So basically with writing a book, I don't have any mentors as such, but I do have people that I aspire to. So um, with social media being so accessible, for example, I do follow many authors, many Australian ones too, who have self-published and I see their journey and um, the happiness it brings to them. And that's the sort of same happiness that I wanted for myself and my children who love to read. So to me, I am just always looking at authors, um, celebrating with them and um, anticipating that I'm able to also one day, you know, reach those steps. Glyce said, being a book reader inspired her that one day she will write a book. Um, I think for me as a children's book author, I still have a copy of my favourite children's book from when I was a child and it's called Toby by Margaret Wilde. And I think the way the illustrations and the story was written inspired me as a young child to, you know, one day be able to produce a story just as inspiring Um, and so that's always been an inspiration as an adult I always read books so I generally read young adult books but I also have read a lot of business books that gives me different perspective on um, the business side of things as introvert she faced her fear and we will be right back This episode is sponsored in part of Zencaster. Zencaster is all-in-one podcast production software that keeps you studio quality in audio and video without needing all the technical know-how. It's record each guest locally, then upload the crystal clear audio and video right into the dashboard. So you have high-quality raw materials to work with. To our listener, just check the promo code that podcast has changed and you get 30% off of Zencaster professional account. This episode is also sponsored by Kangaroo Firm Media Lab, Australia's podcast management agency. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasting easy. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com And now, back to the show with Mika Santos. So I'm actually quite an introvert myself too. Um, I've been one my whole life and it's really only the last couple of years when I started um, my business because I do own another business where I had to learn to crawl out of my shell. But what I've learned is your writing is only good on paper 
for yourself. But if you don't share it, then no one will ever know about how great you are as a writer, or they will never know that story that could inspire them in many different ways. So, being able to share my story and you know face my fears of speaking in front of people, or you know if even if it's not a large crowd, I feel that it's showing my children that you are capable of more than you think you are and it's okay to be scared but it's it's also okay to face your fears and you know be brave um, as introverts usually do have a lot on their mind but those ideas are usually you know fantastic and so inspirational that it that their voices really do need to be heard she dedicated her book to children who experience struggles to find their loud voices especially in a school setting. I think because this book really relates to children with selective mutism, so that means there are children who can speak fine at home or, you know, in a comfortable setting, but usually at school they might freeze and even though they want to speak, they struggle to speak verbally. Um, so a lot of teachers and parents who have students like this um, and children like this really found a common ground and it's helped them cope as well as their children. So as well as these kids, um, it also allows the more outspoken children to have empathy and understand why sometimes um, there's more to these kids than just being shy. So I wrote this book um, to inspire young children to find bravery. Um, so these children who struggle to speak loudly and to find a sense of comfort knowing they aren't alone. There are many children out there just like this and many adults even um, who would be able to relate. So. I always tell these children that there is nothing wrong with struggling to speak loudly at school. There is nothing wrong with being an introvert, um, but it's important to try to use your voice for situations where you might be um, confronted with a bully, for example, um, or where you need to speak up about an issue. So it's just helping them build that bravery one word at a time. yourself. I think my word of advice would be don't worry about what everyone will think and don't have the fear of failing. So always have in mind that you have the tools and you know support necessary to be able to achieve what you want from this journey. Just don't doubt yourself because the minute you doubt yourself, that's when things will be on hold or be delayed. So always move forward, even if it's just one step at a time, but just keep moving forward. I think it would just be um, don't overthink things. If you 
want to do something and it's in line with your ethics and your beliefs, then there's never a right time to start. So just begin it and trust in the process because if your mind is um, focused and if you're passionate, it will always lead you to, you know, celebrating happy successes. Thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. I truly respect your time, so I hope this was valuable to you. And if you're a new listener, then thank you for checking out the show. Subscribe to your favorite podcast apps like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. This episode was written by me and produced by Kangaroo Firm Media Lab. Music in this episode by AudioHero.com. Sound effects by Freesound.org. Edited by Jaime Bada. Sound designed by Ivan Santos. And special thanks to Glyza de Leon for the interview. And see you again for another episode of Filipino Tastic. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangroofern.com